Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Stay alive, Stay alive, maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of a movie. Spoilers, Spoilers and, and all. all. This week, I'm Ketron Porter. And this week, I'm Kim Burns. I'm going to listen to Kim this week tell me a story, and I'm definitely going to stay alive. But Kim's going to tell the tale. Yeah. Um, hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. I'm feeling back in action. Yay! Still taking it a little easy, but uh, feeling back from the dead. Great. How's your brain? Is it working? Or? I think my brain's working. Okay. We'll find out. This yeah. This seems to be the time that when I notice it the most, to be honest. Yeah, when you realize <laughs> Apparently the little... podcast uses my brain the, the most out of my life. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, it, requires, it requires clear, linear thinking. <laughs> and that is hard. <laughs> Shows how dumb the rest of my life yeah. is. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There. Um, uh, I went to Pride this weekend. How was it? Me and D, and I got to meet some of his friends that I've never <gasps> met before. How was it? Like, how did it go? Did they oh like gosh. you? Loved, of course. You're adorable. I mean, also, it was a gay man, so like, I mean, obviously, I loved him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was like not ever going to be a question about that. <laughs> yeah. I think he liked me. I don't know. I'm sure that he did because you're adorable. We went to the parade and in WeHo, and then we went to the Abbey and danced a little bit. <gasps> fun. It was fun. I love it. What did I do this weekend? Nothing like that. Oh, I'm embroidering Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm really turning into some for your, sort of for your grandchildren. Yeah, for my grandchildren. Oh, I'm really turning so into sweet. some sort of slow, soft turtle. <laughs> Just <laughs> really turtling. And yeah. I don't know that I'm not okay with it. I feel like I'm okay with it. Oh, you seem to be living your best life. Yeah, I am. I feel much more secure in my hermitude than I did when I was younger. <laughs> it's great. Um, no, I didn't really do anything this week. Oh, I did get to see six on at the Pantages again for my job randomly yesterday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so so funny. I literally saw it exactly one week apart. Um, <laughs> so did you know that was happening? No, that the tickets so were, the tickets were donated oh, and they needed so uh, another grown up yeah there so i was like sure that's so funny yeah highly recommend highly highly recommend i think it's leaving soon though so get i on like it. the shirt that you're wearing i just What's got it today it's cute thank you yeah so social movie about if crop you want to see ketrid's shirt join our patreon yeah because we have video episodes on there mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah we're doing lots of minisodes because we were out of town, we got to catch up. Every Saturday we go live. Mm-hmm. Also, this Friday night, yes, we're doing our movie watch party. Finally, yay! It's the Cabin and, in the Woods. Yeah, we know what we're watching this time since we already voted. Um, yeah, we're going to watch Cabin in the Woods. So join our Patreon, and you can watch Cabin in the Woods with us. And Kim and I are going to do more of these. They're really fun. So it's an opportunity for us to watch movies with you guys that we can't do for episodes. Yeah. So, you know, classics and, and things like that that um, we're super excited to watch so together. This Friday, which is... The 16th. June 16th. Mm-hmm. Yep. June 16th. 6 9 p.m. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And then those middle ones, you guys got to figure those out on your own. Fend for yourself. Yeah. We'll give you the bookends, though. Six of them. So, yeah, Um, we'd love for you to join us. It supports the pod and it makes us love you. Also, once we reach 100 patrons, we're going to raffle off someone to be a guest on the show. Yep. It's happening, so, guys. It's a pretty big deal. Super big so deal. Tell your friends. Bring a hundred of them over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and join our Facebook group where me and cousin Allison uh, shame and berate Kim for all for the not world knowing to the see. Beauty and the Beast uh, song, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck from mm-hmm. last episode. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. I was shamed so hard, you guys. I'm going to take <laughs> screenshots. I'm going to take screenshots. You should. So you can feel my pain. I stand by every goddamn thing we said. I stand by every <laughs> word of abuse we hurled at you. <laughs> um, Facebook group, so, yeah. Patreon. Sammy, stay alive, maybe. Patreon. And uh, also um, follow us at KK Sam Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And write us a five star review. Yeah. And that's it. Great. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Goodbye. See ya. We're just going to talk about fashion choices and then leave. Do you hear about a movie? I do. I also 
really need you guys to join Patreon so you can see Kim try to drink unsweetened cranberry juice, guys. <laughs> it is struggle bus every single time she takes a drink. <laughs> I was trying to do it sleuthily. <laughs> That's not the word. Sleuth? No. Stealth. Stealthily. Yeah. Make us up me letters. <laughs> Stealthily. And she didn't. Megatron <laughs> wouldn't allow it. <laughs> um, yeah, I do want to hear a movie. I didn't know well, what the clue was. Also, speaking of Patreon, mm-hmm. you get to vote on movies. So yeah. this one was fucking chosen by the patrons. So Fuck thank you very yes. much, Um We had a little chat last time Ketrin did a movie called The Fly. You mm-hmm. may have heard of it. <gasps> And we were like, we should do more Cronenberg movies. And then we talked so, about it amongst friends at a dinner party. And they suggested a bunch that we should do. And so then the patrons voted. Yay! So we're going to do a Cronenbergy. So this is Scanners. Scanners! I can't wait. Let's do it. Written and directed by David Cronenberg from 1981. Oh, we weren't even thoughts in our parents' brains. Nope. I mean, I never was. Uh, <laughs> dead or alive. <laughs> uh, Dr. Paul Ruth. Dr. Paul Ruth. Alive. Cameron Vale. Alive. Kim Obrist. <gasps> alive. Daryl Revick. Dead. Braden Keller. Dead. Benjamin Pierce. Dead. Dieter Tots. <laughs> Dieter Tots? Alive. <laughs> Tots. That's adorable. Uh, Hello, my name is Dieter Tots. <laughs> is that what he sounds like? A hundred percent. Whenever whenever you get to his lines in the movie, I need you to say them like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's do this. I feel like unfortunately. I don't think he ever speaks. <laughs> oh, darn. It's because he gets made fun of for his so voice sorry. all the he time. Does. He has to keep it under wraps. Yeah. Or he'll be shamed. All right. Scan me. So we open with 45 minutes of credits. Cool. And then there's a guy. Mm-hmm. It appears to be a mall food court. Remember okay. Those? Uh, vaguely. He seems pretty disheveled. Like, maybe he's unhoused or something. Mm. And he's just, like, walking through very, like, nonchalant and, like, not, like, people are sitting and eating and doing their thing. And he's just, like, walking by and, like, grabs a cigarette off someone's table and lights it, keeps walking. Oh, because we could smoke inside back then. Yeah. And then, like, keeps on walking and, like, grabs a fry off some other table, eats that. And then, like, sits down at an empty table but has, like, leftover food on it mm-hmm. and, like, smokes a cigarette a little bit and then, like, eats a half-eaten hot dog. Okay. And there's two ladies at a table nearby that are looking at him, kind of mm-hmm. staring at him. And we're hearing them be like, look at him. Disgusting. Oh, mm-hmm. he's staring at us. Do you think we're being picked up? Ugh, what an awful creature. Ew. Like, they're really rude. Rude. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, one of the ladies stops and kind of like starts 
shaking a little and like convulsing. And the guy is like staring at her. Oh no. And he seems a, a little shaky, but she's like convulsing and he's like focusing really hard. Focusing shaky. And she ends up like falling on the floor. So mm-hmm. then a bunch of people like run to her. And two trench coat wearing guys are like standing nearby and they're looking around and see the dude mm-hmm. like staring at her so much that they are like that Put he's like hurting together. her maybe yeah. you know yeah so he sees them and he starts running and okay. they chase him so now we're having a chase and he starts like running up an escalator or stairs or something and they shoot him with a dart gun and it hits him in the hand okay but he starts like running up the stairs. One of the trench goes one way, the other goes the other way. So then he gets like cornered in the middle of stairs. So then he has to like jump over to like an escalator and he's like hanging off the escalator going up for and everyone's like, ah, <laughs> and he finally like crawls over and like gets onto the steps of the escalator and passes out. Okay. And the trench coats are there at the top to pick him up. To, and they take him away, I'm assuming. We can assume. <clears throat> Okay. I mean, as opposed to administer help of some kind. No. They, like, take him away. They've shot him with a tranquilizer gun to right. take him Put away. Put him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this is concerning. So now we cut to this guy waking up, but he's all, like, dressed in white. He's, like, cleaned up. Like, his hat is off. I don't know if his hair was cut or not, but, like, his hat is off. Like, he just looks, like, very freshened up. And... He's tied down to a bed. Uh oh. <clears throat> and some science looking guy walks over and is like, You're 35 years old, Mr. Vale. Why are you such a derelict? <laughs> the answer is, You're what? <laughs> Just, you know how sometimes you, your, your brain finishes words? Before uh-huh. they come out. So I heard, why are you such a dick? <laughs> <laughs> Just made me laugh in my own head. Um, derelict. Why are you such a derelict? The answer is, you're a scanner. But you don't realize it. That's your source of agony. But it can be your source of power. Ooh. My God, if I had the power to blow people up just by looking at them. Watch out. We didn't. <laughs> I don't think he didn't blow her up. She just convulsed her. Yeah. <laughs> she was clearly in pain. I don't know what he was doing, but. I'm going to convulse she, people. She was definitely still one whole being. <laughs> <laughs> Not when I'm done with her. <laughs> I mean, maybe if the trenches didn't get him, who knows? Mm-hmm. So we see in the room, so it's like guy tail, so Vale tied to the bed. His name's Vale? Mr. Vale. Oh, okay. Cameron Vale. Got it. Vale. Cameron Vale. (laughs) Uh, So he's tied to the bed and like it's a big giant like kind of warehouse room and like there's a bunch of fold up chairs kind of just lined up. Mm-hmm. And people, basically, science guy is like 
come on in. So people start coming up the stairs and like shuffling in and like sitting down at the chairs. And we're hearing like all of their voices, like of what they're just, it just starts being like a lot, like all of them being like, Mm. Um, and it's just like more and more people and the voices get louder and louder and louder. But like, and Vale's getting super upset. Like he's just like writhing in the bed. Mm-hmm. But then we like get a shot of everyone sitting, and like none of their mouths are moving. What? Oh no! But Vale is like freaking out. Like, but he's like tied to the bed. Oh no! <clears throat> so he's like writhing in pain. We see that there's now like a video camera that's on him, and there's all these like just distorted voices like it's just like if you're hearing like a whole bunch of people all in the room talking all at once and science guy comes over and sticks a needle in veil and then the voices like slowly stop okay and he sits and holds his hand and science guy says we can talk now so he was like well, i guess we don't know yet but it seems like he was like hearing their thoughts that's kind of yeah what i was sensing okay gosh and Uh-oh. Like the, if we go back to like the ladies in the beginning, like their mouths weren't really moving either. Oh, right. Which I like couldn't completely tell at first. Like I was Mm -hmm. just like, is this just an 80s movie? Is something's weird? Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, I wasn't picking it up what was happening exactly. I was like, or like what? Okay. So, yeah. Now we're in sort of like a small auditorium space Mm -hmm. and on stage is a guy sitting at a table. He, I call him mustache. Uh, He is like, welcome to ConSec. Like that's the place. And he's like, I, basically he's a scanner and he's like, I'm going to scan everyone in the room one at a time. Okay. Uh, The process can sometimes be painful. It may uh, cause nosebleeds, ear aches, stomach cramps, nausea, or other things. But we do have a doctor here. Uh, I know that you've all been prepared for this and like know all of this, but it's just a reminder. And uh, no one can leave the room once the demonstration starts. And he's like, any volunteers? Nope. And so <laughs> the audience is just like strewn about a little bit with like some business looking people. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of like mm, looking around like, mm-hmm. And then one guy raises his hand. So he comes up and sits next to Mustache on stage. They have like a table in front of them. And Mustache tells him, I want you to think of something specific um, and something that you won't mind sharing to the group. Okay. And volunteer is like, okay, I have something. Should I close my eyes? And Mustache says it doesn't matter. So Volunteer closes his eyes and Mustache starts kind of focus shaking a little bit, you know? And then Volunteer gets like a little weird face too where he's a little like a little shaky, but he does a weird little... I can't. <laughs> I can't. Go ahead. I can only do it. I can't. Join so you our, need to join, join Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. What he does, he does do? like a little like. It's almost like he's purring, but his teeth are. His mouth is open and his teeth are closed. Like he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't oh, purr. How God. do you purr? <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <What is> that? <laughs> 
That was some nice ASMR. Kim, oh my God, your face. I'm so scared. You guys, what is she doing? Uh, and then the scanner mustache is like shaky, but now I'm like, is he in pain? Question mark. It's a lot of just face body acting. So I'm always yeah. trying to figure out what are the feelings. Right. What are and we then feeling? Yeah. He starts like shaking and like is definitely in pain. And it looks like he's, <clears throat> and like volunteer is still you know, Trushire cat purring. Yeah. <laughs> but like also shaky a little. Okay. And uh, then Scanner mustache is like starting to shake like crazy and he's definitely in pain. And it's like, like he's like squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. And then his head explodes. It does explode. It explodes. How and why did I foreshadow that? I know. So wait. But the, mustache it, ex- exploded. Volunteer not the, did, not. did not. So was <laughs> So everyone screams and runs out of the room. Um, but like his head explodes, just his head? Just his head. What does the rest of his body do? <laughs> it just like explodes? Oh. Oh, yeah. It fully explodes and it's fully... Uh, Cronenbergy, Cronenbergy, and no CGI, which I love. Oh my god, I can't wait to see this. Honestly, if you like look up the trailer, it's like I don't know. When I looked up the trailer, this was like the scene I watched. I was like, this is like the best scene in the movie. Oh, maybe <laughs> that. Maybe it was like maybe that was like subconscious. Maybe I had seen a trailer or something. Maybe that was subconsciously oh, planted in my head because I'm like. <clears throat> I can't even fucking stay alive in these movies. How could I possibly know that his head was going to explode? <laughs> <laughs> Must have been planted. Okay. So then one guy, suit guy who clearly works for Consec gets up and grabs a volunteer and like points a gun at him. Okay. And so he's like, doctor, come with me. So he brings volunteer to the back as everyone's like running out screaming mm-hmm. and the doctor comes with them they go down the hall and some other security guards come. So there's like more guns on him now. And they run into the stairwell and guy holds volunteer down and tells the doctor, give him the shot. And so the doctor pulls out his needle and like kneels down and is going to put it in his hand. But like volunteers starts kind of staring at doctor again. Oh no. And then we see, but like no one else really does the doctor ends up putting it like right not it's like he's like right next to volunteer's hand but ends up putting it in his own hand oh no instead of volunteer and oh, then no. the doctor's like okay like it's done right but and it's then not. volunteer slowly like fake passes out <gasps> okay so Cut to so many powers. Mm-hmm. I would cut so to much. we're driving now. So it's guy with the gun and volunteer in the back seat. Volunteer appears to be like on the floor. Okay. And so guy with the gun is like sitting in the back seat with him, and then there's two guys driving, and they're like taking him somewhere, talking about he's definitely a scanner. So we need to get him, blah, 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 wherever the fuck we're going. We're trench coat guys so 
they're all talking and then there's like a car number two, like security car behind them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, where's car number two going? Car number two starts like flying by them, like down the street, gets in front of them. And they're like, what? And we're seeing volunteers face on the floor getting a little Cheshire (gasps) cat purry. So he doesn't even have to be looking at someone? He was just like, oh. Oh, no. And he has a weird scar on his forehead that's, like, right uh, between his eyes, basically. Okay. That looks like a little, like, large circle, kind of. Okay. I ha- You know that I have a chicken pox scar dead center in my forehead. It's like a little oh. divot. Maybe well, I'm a scanner. Bigger than that. Maybe mine's just more subtle so that you don't know that I'm going to explode your head. Maybe. Maybe I can do it through the computer. I don't know. Watch out. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. (laughs) All right. So he's got a thing on his forehead like me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then car number two is flying by them, drives by them, and drives like into a wall and explodes and like uh, oh no question number one what do we in car number one do and what do you do uh so the guy is the guy that's sitting with me there's a gun i have a gun right yeah like that was very unclear. You know what I'm yeah, saying, Yeah, you right? said me for yeah, multiple people, I know. but yeah. uh, I get what you're saying. Thank you're you. not the scanner. You I'm are not the scanner. Trench coat. Yeah. Uh, hand in hand. The plural uh, trench coat. Yeah, I'm a plural trench coat. I, for sure, am going to shoot this scanner right through the forehead scar. No, no question, no hesitation. Goodbye. They, maybe he just, like, puts a gun to his head like threatens him almost point for you thank you car number one stops to go check on car number two you idiots you idiots you do shit with this guy you gotta do shit with the guy first they do go anything check, go ch- check on your dudes after you know take care of this shit head so but it's the two front seat guys that go Mm-hmm. So guy with the gun is still in the back and we just see volunteer like smile. Basically. Yeah, of course. Of course. So they're like, you know, fighting over whether trying to jump in this fire or not to save these people. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, and then all of a sudden, one of them is shot and then the other yeah. one's shot and they're dead. Yeah. And they're shot by trench coat guy with the gun from yeah. the back seat yeah because fucking fucking mind control asshole over here got and him to do it mind control comes out and looks at him and is just staring at him and trench coat puts the gun to his own head well sure and shoots himself shoots himself god all right i'm definitely gonna stay alive in this one because i'm just like so if you I'm just going to have these powers. You need to be using more of them. Is all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like, why haven't you been using more of this? I think because forehead whole power. Interesting. Why haven't I? You know what? I don't have a good reason why I haven't. Maybe I'll start. <laughs> so then we cut to a building that says Consec 
outside. Okay. So we're at the place. Uh, old white man with a pipe running a board meeting with a bunch of other old white men. And with a pipe. Oh, like, like a, a smoking, smoking pipe. pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> He's just sitting there like with a p- hitting a pipe on his palm. <laughs> was in trouble for this scanner last night. That's what I'm I was seeing. I'm gonna get him. <laughs> That's what I was seeing. <laughs> so confused. But then, and then I pictured a white smoking pipe, and I was like, "No, something else is white, not the pipe." The guy. Yes. Is the guy white? The man and his beard and his hair and his mustache. Uh, are all white. <laughs> and <Okay>. old. <laughs> um, all right. So smoking a, smoking a pipe. So he's saying that last night we decided to share with the world our work with scanners and we ended up with six corpses. Yeah. So today we have a new director of security. Please welcome Mr. Keller. And Keller uh, is basically saying that the scanners are freaks and, you know, I guess they were maybe trying to use them as weapons of espionage or something, but like, it's not worth it. So we should drop the scanners program. Yeah. Science guy from Vale Times Uh uh, is there and he's like the most chillaxed seat sitter (laughs) in all the land (laughs) of all the things that i thought you were gonna say seat sitter was not on my bingo card (laughs) like you're at a board meeting like like everyone else is like having their board meeting and he's like yeah he's taking a nap time yeah he's in a lounge chair like sir (laughs) (laughs) and he's like a know-it-all like about scanners like he's the scanner expert so So i hate this like not necessarily no okay i don't like his vibe right now so i mean i guess i didn't like this about his vibe either yeah so he's like keller who was in the audience last night and keller says hold on i gotta sit up i'm too chillaxed you're too chillaxed. You can't get anything done in that kind of chillaxed <laughs> position. Can't this is not a notes. serious man we're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Keller says there were 25 financial and political VIPs. And Ruth says, so this is Dr. Ruth. Did I say okay. that? Dr. Baby Ruth. <laughs> oh, not really. <laughs> There's a guy named Baby and his last name is Ruth? <laughs> no, Dr. Choice. Paul. Paul Dr. Ruth. Paul. <laughs> so, please, call me Paul. My uncle is Baby. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle is Baby. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so... 25 financial and political VIPs. And he asks, were they carefully screened? And Keller says, yes, it's a very sophisticated system. And Ruth says, and yet an assassin infiltrated. (laughs) I let one slide. 
but then you, just, you can't pile them on. <laughs> and like, I try to ignore I'm as many so as I so hard can. to act and get into it, and I just can't get the words out. The words were, it was a lot of hard words. It was a lot of S's. All it was once. a lot of S's. Yeah. Sophisticated assassin. <laughs> yeah, okay. And an assassin infiltrated it. Mm-hmm. How? Hmm. And Keller says, well, we believed that they used scanning techniques. And Dr. Ruth says, well, I think that proves that the weapon capabilities are obvious. Yeah. So Keller says the program lists 236 known scanners. How many are working with us? And Ruth says, as of last night, none. Oh, dear. So, so Keller's like, well, I guess there's no program to fucking drop then, is there? Yeah. And Ruth says, we've gradually lost contact with the list. I believe that there's a program that's as advanced as ours from like a scanner underground. Oh, no. Y'all are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) I'm joining the scanners team. I'm going to be like, can I get you scanners anything? Anything I can serve you with? Do you see my small hole in my head? I, too, am a baby scanner. (laughs) Not to be confused with my Uncle Baby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what I'm saying. (laughs) Keller's like, what are you talking about? We can't even get two of them in the same room without them going berserk, yada, yada, yada. (laughs) And Ruth says, I believe the leader of the underground group was there last night. Okay. As the volunteer guy. So they think the volunteer guy is the, the leader. leader. Okay. Yep. His name is Daryl Revick. Okay. So Keller's like, all right, what do you suggest we do then? And Ruth says, we should eliminate the competition. We, I have a contact unknown to the scanner underground. I'm going to convert him to our cause and he can infiltrate the underground. Good luck. And Keller's like, how are we going to do that? Like, they're just a bunch of misfits and blah, blah, blah. And Ruth, Dr. Ruth is like, no, they're, they have unique gifts and they're just misunderstood. Like, he defends them. Good. And old white man with the pipe likes this idea. He's okay. like, all right, I'll be able to <laughs> Got it. <laughs> So Ruth is like, I have the unaffiliated scanner right now, and he's a really special one. Okay. So obviously talking about bail. Yeah, yeah. So now we go back to the warehouse. So it's Dr. Ruth and Vail. They're kind of talking, and, and Ruth is kind of explaining scanner life and stuff to him you know and he's basically saying like how it must be really hard to have all those voices in your head all the time like how do you develop a self or a personality with all Mm -hmm. the other voices in your head and he asks how he feels now and he says crystal clear and Ruth says um how do you like that clarity and Vale is like well I'm not really sure I'm a bit afraid and exposed like I can hear myself Mm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. But I can see how that would just like literally drive someone insano. Oh my goodness. Insano. 
chest. Ugh. Like, I want to live in a mountain in Antarctica yeah. away from everyone, please. And even the idea that I didn't think of until you just sort of said it of like, how do you develop your own personality? Mm-hmm. Because one, hearing the thoughts in your head, but also knowing what everyone is thinking all the time, you're going like, you kind of have to develop your personality like within your self but if you're mm-hmm. just complete like constantly aware of what other people are thinking you're automatically gonna like try to fit into yeah oh this is terrible this is <laughs> terrible <laughs> i hate this these poor poor scanners so vale asks what's a scanner mm-hmm. like he's never heard this before and ruth says it's a freak of nature born with a form of esp telepathy Mm-hmm. We don't we don't know why if it's like a disease or radiation or or what really. Mm-hmm. And he asks, "What happened with the woman at the mall?" Mm-hmm. And Vale says, "She was forcing me to think about her, forcing me to think about her." Which I think really he he means by that like she was talking about me, so like like she was in my head, so it like forced so me to I think of, and it you know it, it forced mm-hmm. me to be like. And he's like, what about everyone in the room? And like this room, you know, Mm -hmm. and he was like, they talked too loud. And Ruth says, but I didn't see any of their lips move. And he says, no, there are other voices without the lips. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He says they were drowning me. Oh, God. And then Ruth is like, "Okay." so then when I gave you the injection, what happened? And he said the voices stopped. Okay. So then Dr. Ruth is like, I'm a psychopharmacist. And he tells him about the drug. It's called ephemeral. And it's a scanner suppressant. So it prevents telepathy and it can help you. And then we see like through the video camera uh, on the wall that Keller is there like in the security office, like watching them. And he ends up like picking up the phone and is like, hi, is my car ready for this evening? And then hangs up. Okay. Cut to watching like an old-timey film okay it says on it january 4th 1967 daryl revick age 22 okay so it's an interview with daryl revick we Mm -hmm. know who he is now right yeah okay he's played by michael ironside who i'm sure you would recommend i'm sure i'd recognize but so it's like young Revic and he's like sitting at a table being interviewed by a lady across from him and he has a bandage across his forehead mm-hmm. with that's like across the middle of his forehead with like an eye drawn right in the center and and uh, 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 like, like eyeball eye eyeball eye not A B C D E F G got it yes <clears throat> the lady says tell us what you did and he says I drilled a hole in my head. Uh-oh. <laughs> Whoopsie. So, not sure where you got your hole, Catherine. Oh, I no, it also was a drill. I also <laughs> drilled a hole in my head. <laughs> and she asks why, and he says, too much pressure. I had to let the pressure out. Yeah, I've been there. And she says, you had to let something out of your head? What? And he says, people, the people in my head. There's no room for Daryl. Oh, no. And she says voices, and he's like, no, whole people, arms, legs, hands, ah! 
And she says, what's that you put over the hole? And he says, it's a door. I put an eye on the door so they won't know that it's a door and they can't get back in. Uh, Daryl, you don't seem well. And (laughs) she says, do you think that will stop them? And he says, sure, sure it will. Yeah, sure, sure. And she's like, I mean, if you think that's the only way. And he's like, no. And he screams at her. And he's like, you don't know nothing. And you want to see how, how they get in? And then he, like, dumps his water on the ground mm-hmm. and, like, throws the glass against the wall. And it shatters. And the lady runs out. Okay. And then he, like, pulls off his bandage. And there's just, like, a giant hole in hole his head. Hole in his head? Oh, no. And then also, some, why doesn't that kill you? I guess he didn't go all the way in. All the way, all the way in. I guess. Or maybe it's like a maybe it's like a Phineas Gage situation. You know Phineas Gage. I know the story, but I can't remember it. Pipe goes through his chin up through his head, doesn't kill him, changes his personality because basically what it did was perfectly surgically remove the frontal oh. lobe. So that's the Phineas Gage thing. But then uh, to like orderlies yeah. like come in and like drag Daryl away. Okay. So Ruth stops the tape. Uh, he was basically making Vale watch it. So he mm-hmm. knew about Daryl Rubick. And he, Vale is like, that guy's like me, isn't he? And Ruth says without, without drugs and guidance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or like ephemeral and guidance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Vale is like, is he still like that? And Revick's or Ruth says that he's worse. At twenty-two, he was self-destructive, and now at thirty-five, he's just he's destructive. Destructive. Got it. Yeah. In many ways, he's your enemy and mine. And Vale's like, but I don't know him. And Ruth says he knows you. He is a master list of all the scanners. He wants you to join him in a crusade to destroy the society that created him. Oh no! And Vale's like me. <laughs> <laughs> And Ruth says, but I found you first and you can help. All the scanners that didn't join him have been murdered. And it's a really, it's a, it's a big loss to mankind of the most spectacular human beings. Oh, and he says, but you can bring with your brothers and sisters can bring glory to society that we've never seen, but we must stop Revic. Okay. So cut to now Keller is like going down steps to like a train um, platform Mm -hmm. and he sits on like a station and he's sitting next or like behind and he, we see him sit next to a man with a briefcase, but we can't see who he's sitting next to. And Keller just says, Consex not giving up the program. They have a secret weapon. Someone you've been looking for, I suppose. They are. And he's in, in, he's in indoctrination now indoctrination i don't i also didn't like the use of the word glory back there you said some bring glory (laughs) to who's he what it sounds a little religiousy to me i'm concerned and then you're saying indoctrinate i'm a little nervous that's all i'm saying so far i'm team scanners katrin just watched the the Duggar, the documentary. Duggar documentary, and I think that's infusing. There's I am a, on high alert. There's no high re- alert. Spoiler alert: There's no religion in this at all. That you know, those of. are just words <laughs> that don't always relate to religion. Maybe they do. The Joshua generation. We must stop them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
we hear the man ask, what kind of shape is he in? Can he do anything? And Keller's like, he can function, but nothing to worry about. He's weak. So now we go back to Ruth and Vale. And they're going to a different part of like the warehouse. And, and Ruth is like, welcome to uh, your psychic gymnasium. Okay. So there's some more science guys in there with a bunch of computers. And sitting on the floor is yoga master Dieter Tots. Dieter Tots. Hello. Come do yoga with me, new friend. My name is Dieter Tots. So he's sitting on the floor with, you know, like those pads that they put on your head that are connected to the computers or whatever. Yeah. So he's sitting there cross-legged and they're like, okay, he's going to be your like psychic sparring partner, basically. Okay. So he has the power to control his heart rate and other functions of the human body that are supposedly uncontrollable because he's a yoga master. So Bale sits down facing him. And Ruth tells him, I want you to slowly release your scan with focus. I want you to touch his heart, not his brain. Telepathy is not mind reading. It's a direct linking of two nervous systems separated by space. Ooh, neat. So I want you to make a link from your brain to his heart and just make his heart beat faster. This is so scary. If it beats too quickly, he will take control and slow it. Okay. So <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> oh my god. If some like that that in and of itself would make my heart beat faster. I know, right? Thinking about someone controlling my heart gives me real anxious feelings. <laughs> I know. I want to control my own heart. I don't like it. (laughs) Get out of my heart. (laughs) So it has, we have like a little beepy machine, you know, Mm -hmm. um, for your heart. Mm -hmm. So cardiogram, echocardiogram. Yeah. But like, I don't know the word for it. Old timey. Yeah. So Vale starts, you know, just staring at him, Mm -hmm. focus staring. And it gets like, it's like beep, beep, and it gets like a little fast. And Erdo, uh, this is the doctor being like fast, mm. and it's like beeping, and he's like fast, fast. And Vale kind of starts like shaking a little as it starts being like beep, 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 and then it starts going kind of like off the charts, like it's like you can't even like see it. It's going so fast, and and then Ruth's like, "End your scan, end your scan, end it." And Dieter says, "Stop him." <laughs> And and Ruth says, end it. And then Ruth with like a needle grabs Vale's hand. And then all of a sudden Vale stops and looks at Ruth. Oh, but no. almost with like a little smirk on his face. And then the beeps go back to normal. Oh, no. Something tells me Vale is maybe not as pliable as we thought. <laughs> and then Vale stands up and says, you were right. It was easy. And sort of smiles at him. No! Oh, my heart hurts. <laughs> oh, my heart. Oh, God. That really <laughs> fucks me up. Poor little Dieter. Is Dieter okay? My little Dieter Tot? I think little Dieter Tot made it. He okay. Safe. Little baby Dieter Tot. Yeah. I think he was safe. 
But he did not feel good for a moment. No. Oh, God, that's really... <laughs> so now Dr. Ruth starts giving... Uh, showing veil pictures of this guy. His name is Benjamin Pierce. Okay. And it's photos from when he was in prison for the criminally insane. Hmm. And these are some of like his plaster cast art that's like in art galleries now. Okay. So he's our only lead. Okay. He's a lone scanner who may or may not be part of the underground. And Vale asked why he was in prison. And baby Ruth says he tried to kill his entire family at age 10. Uh-oh. But a few years later, he was released, um, saying he'd been, like, rehabilitated through art. Okay. So now we cut to a bunch of, like, big plaster faces and bodies that are all creepy as fuck. Just, like, ah! all doing different things and, like, doctor ones and then, like... Ones with, like, strings from their brain connected to people and ah. just, like, creepy creep faces. But it's an art show. Okay. I can totally see some major, major horror buffs having replicas of these things oh my in gosh. their collection. Definitely. And I would not like it. Yeah. They no sound thank creepy. You. <laughs> no, I no thank you. Like <laughs> he cannot come to our plaster of players <laughs> no, night. No. <laughs> you're uninvited i'm so sorry that actually no you're invited don't scare me I mean, you're invited uh, just take your like, art home maybe with you just like make something cute yeah not scary like a turtle a turtle like Ketchin. i'm a turtle it's okay ick age will take care of him yeah he will <laughs> we don't have to worry about it <laughs> now we go to we're at the art show Vale is there and he meets the gallery owner and starts talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I just like really needed to swallow but couldn't swallow. <laughs> Someone holding my my throat. Oh no. Who's getting my throat right now? Somebody else is in charge of your throat. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my throat back. <laughs> See, this is why you need to serve the scanners. You just need to be like, can I get you anything, scanners? <laughs> I am your servant. <laughs> don't hold my throat because I said he couldn't come to plaster flowers. it is yes oh, God. <laughs> so Vale is like I'm interested in buying a piece uh, for my apartment in France but I want to meet the artist first and the gallery guy is like oh no that's part of our agreement like it's Benjamin Pierce does not meet the public basically and Vale's like well maybe if you just tell me where he lives and guy's like no i can't and he's like maybe if you just think about it <gasps> and then the guy kind of just is like says nothing but his nose starts bleeding and it looks like he's like feeling a little oh, no. ill and Vale's just staring at him but they're like a little you know Vale basically stops and then some lady comes up and starts like comforting the art gallery guy like oh my gosh his nose is bleeding yeah and then she sort of like looks around and sees Vale. And then Vale starts holding his head. And then Vale's nose starts bleeding. Oh no, scanners can scan themselves, each other? Mm. Scanners are getting scanned. Scan, scan, scanny scan. Scan, scan, scan. Oh no, okay. <laughs> so now we go to like a kind of 
woody area to a house that's like, you know, pretty remote. And Vale is there. He goes inside and calls for Benjamin Pierce. And it seems to be like almost like a big, huge barn sort of where like clearly he lives like up in like the loft area. But it's like also where he makes his art. So there's just Mm -hmm. like plaster of Polaris everywhere. Mm -hmm. And Benjamin's like, leave me alone. (laughs) And (laughs) Vale says, I need your help, but only you can be my help. Be my and help. <laughs> Benjamin's like, me? <laughs> this guy was over, quite over the actor. top. Yeah. <laughs> Chewing some scenery. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I guess he's like, you're in big trouble, chum. <laughs> chum! So uh, Vale climbs the ladder up to him and he's like, do you know Daryl Revick? So all of a sudden, Benjamin's like, who are you? Okay. Then we see outside a car pulls up and four people with shotguns get out of a van. Uh-oh. So back inside. Uh, Don't bring a gun to a telepathy fight, guys. This dude. <laughs> he's going to uh, fuck you up. You need to. This is why. But I'm, what do you bring to a telepathy fight? Whatever they ask you to because you are their servant. (laughs) (laughs) I am the scanner's familiar. (laughs) No question. That's how I'm staying alive. (laughs) Just call me Guillermo. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I, I love it. Honestly, point for that. Thank you. Not a question. <clears throat> and not a real point. <laughs> so Benjamin is like, oh, I was told you were coming. And he's like, how? And Benjamin says, I have friends. You don't want them, though. I don't know. He's talking crazy. Yeah, Whatever. sure. He's, Heard yeah. some scans. Who fucking knows? He's crazy. He was in the mentally insane prison. Yeah. Uh, criminally insane prison. Yeah, criminally insane prison, yeah. And then there's a giant, giant, like, room-sized plaster of Polaris head Ah! on its side (gasps) at the bottom. I hate those! (laughs) And so they're talking about, like, scanners, basically, and Benjamin's like, what do you mean? And Vale's like, I'm one of you. And Ben's like, one of me? And he's like, yeah. So Ben, like, climbs down and, like, I guess, like, so the front of the head, you see, like, a big giant face. But then if you go, like, through, like, the neck, there's, like, Uh you go inside and then there's, like, seating. There's, like, some cushions and stuff and pillows. So Ben goes in and sits inside the head and so does Vale. Okay, that's a little cool. Maybe he can come to our plaster of Polaris. (laughs) This was pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. Maybe we can have our plaster of Polaris night. At his his barn. Honestly, it sounds great. Yeah. Cool. So Ben's like, just tell me what you really want. Because they're like, blah, 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 forever. And Vale says, the voices in my head, they're driving me crazy. How do you stop them? And Benjamin says, my art, it keeps me sane. Oh, what a lovely message. And Vale's like, well, I don't have anything like that. So I have to find Daryl Revick. Or pick up a craft. (laughs) 
There are so Try many crafts. Embroidery. Embroidery. Catherine keep, loves it. It's keeping all the voices in my head quiet. Try attracting crows. Yeah, or coloring books. There are so many crafts. <laughs> there are so many crafts, Vale. Benjamin says, you're a liar. Get out. Okay. And Vale's like, I'm not leaving till you tell me. Question two, what does Benjamin do? What do you do? Well, what is, what, sorry if I just didn't connect the dots. What does Benjamin think he's lying about? He calls him a liar. What does he think he's lying about? Vale said, I don't have anything like the art. Okay. To keep me sane. So I have to find Daryl Revick. I have to find Daryl Revick. And you're a liar. And Benjamin's like, you're lying. Get out. I mean, he is lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it, yeah. Um, so Vail's so like, I'm Benjamin not leaving till you tell me. What does Benjamin do? What do you do? Benjamin, do I want to, let's see. Do I want to lie in my brain or do I want to scan his brain? I think I want to scan his brain. I feel like as Benjamin, I'm a more skilled scanner so that I can figure out what it is that he actually wants. Hand in hand. Point real. Okay. So Val was like, I'm not leaving till you tell me. And Benjamin's like, then I'll get out. So he walks out of the head. Vale stays in it. And all of a sudden, shotgun hits Benjamin in the leg, <gasps> shoots him. Oh, shit. And then... Four people are shooting from everywhere. They're like all around the barn. Okay. Horrible shots. Ben's like <laughs> running and then he gets shot in the back and falls oh, no. to the ground. Vale okay. still in the head. Uh, <laughs> question three. What do you do? What does he do? I think I'm just still like slightly unclear about Vale's allegiance. I think like I understand that he's working for the people that want to bring Daryl in, but he also was a little bit naughty with Dieter Tots. So what does he do? I think, and there's four shotgun guys. Mm-hmm. Three shotgun guys and a lady. Three shotgun guys and a lady. If I were to get specific. And he's still in the head. I think he's going to telepathize the shotgun guys to put down their shotguns from inside the head. I am going to do the same, but then I'm going to go pick up all their shotguns and be like, I'm the one with the quadruple shotgun arms now, bitch. So now I have telepathy and guns. (laughs) Yay. So Vale starts scanning them and they all are like shaking in pain Mm -hmm. all around the place and the lady like jumps off the loft and some other guy flies to some other part of the room. Oh shit. Uh, or like gets kind of thrown to a part of the room and they're all kind of get like knocked out pretty much. Yeah. So then Vale runs over to Benjamin who's like bleeding out probably. Yeah. Like almost dead. Okay. Minutes from being dead. Sure. 
but like can't talk. Um, but it's just like, yeah. Question four: What do you do? What scan his do? scan his brain to see what he's thinking. His last thoughts are get some information from his brain, hand in hand. <laughs> brain this motherfucker! Wow, I love being a scanner. <laughs> vale listens to his thoughts, and he's saying, "Not Revik. His armies are robots, killers. They'll tear you." Turn you into a zombie, a robotic killer. No, not Revic. There are others. Okay. Other scanners. Kim Obrist. Kim Obrist. Kim Obrist. Kim Obrist. Ugh. Ah, uh, dead. Oh, my God. And Kim that's is- exactly how he died. Oh, my God. Kim? He was, like, staring. And then, remember when we do fake... <laughs> Fake crying to sleeping. Yeah, let's do and it. And there's like Hold a on, dramatic one. Let's That's how it. he died. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> it was that. We do lots Fantastic. of versions of this. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why it's something we've done since college and it makes us giggle. It makes us laugh so hard. Sometimes just- you're like... <laughs> <laughs> So he did so not funny? die like that. Yeah. Oh God, we have been doing. We've been doing this since college, you guys. <laughs> it really makes us laugh, <laughs> crying ourselves to fake sleep. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah, he was just like, <sighs> oh, <laughs> fantastic. That was exactly how he died. It was picture perfect, Oscar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel like you were asking a question, but I. Oh, I was I. I had to dramatically die first. I have no idea what the question that I could have possibly been asking was. So, well, now we cut to a hotel lobby. Vale goes in and he asks for his messages, and he received a package. So he takes the package to his room, and you can tell he's like hearing lots of voices and stuff, mm. and is in pain. And the package was more ephemeral. So he injects it into his hand and all the voices go quiet. Okay. Uh, cut to him later asleep on bed. <laughs> just passed out. Like, Got it. He cried himself to sleep. He did. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first he was like, he was more like, cause he's like on his chest. So he was like, Join our Patreon, guys. <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. So now he gets up. He starts walking the streets at night. He knocks on a door of a house and says, I need to talk to Kim Obrist. Oh, he found and her. the guy is like, come on in. And then the guy who answered the door scans Vale. The guy who answers the door scans Vale. Okay. So he's like the guard house also, okay. of the guy. Got house. it. Yep. Guard house of the guy house. <laughs> guard house of the guy house. <laughs> but also a scanner is what I'm. So we're going into a house of scanners. A house of scanners. Okay. So, which is what they should have titled this. House of scanners. <laughs> um, so the guy scans him and is like, they killed Ben Pierce. 
Mm. It's like he gets it from the sand, you know? And Vale says yes. So he takes him upstairs and there's kind of people all around and they go into this one room and the lady from the art gallery. Oh, right. Yeah. Kim is -hmm. there and she's, some guy's like laying on the couch. I think she's helping him. I don't know. But the guy tells her about Pierce and like, this is Vale, blah, blah, blah. And so he goes in and she says, I know you, you're at the gallery. And Vale says, I need help. Cut to Daryl Revick. <gasps> Daryl, what are you doing, you old fart? Standing outside looking at <gasps> a building. House of Scanner? I think so. Oh, no! And then it's just like... <laughs> what? David Cronenberg, you know how... You know how uh, on like iMovie you can like transition and it's like dissolve oh from, yes like, one to the other we he really likes like, a good he dissolve. Like dissolve in this there's probably a new technique then my favorite one is the star <laughs> <laughs> he didn't quite Where go there stars into a next scene <laughs> it's super professional looking very professional <laughs> <laughs> so it's like Revic's face and then it's just like fades into like the faces of the people who had shotguns got it so we're at the scanner house and a whole bunch of people are sitting around a table all the scanners maybe like seven people or something and they're basically having a scan party a scan party so they're all like just talking to each other i guess in the circle Mm -hmm. so no one's we're hearing them be like if we scan together, our, our minds flow into each other and we become one mind, like one nervous system, one like soul, hive one experience. Mind. It's like beautiful and frightening, maybe. Both. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Then we see two guys with guitar cases go into the house downstairs. Guitar cases? To jam out. And <laughs> jam out. <laughs> With their shotguns. Uh-oh. So they're trying to go upstairs and door guy is there and they like end up throwing him down the stairs. Back up to the scanner seance. They're talking about like their power together and uh, blah, blah, blah. Talking to each other. I don't know. All of a sudden the shotgun guys come upstairs they open the door and they shoot one and shoot another and shoot a third and then kim screams and the two guys fly against the wall and light on fire yay kim yay kim yay kim you can light people on fire i know oh my gosh our powers are so cool our powers combined this is great oh no i'm just the familiar so i'm just like great job (laughs) lovely job beautiful fire i love a good man on fire (laughs) (laughs) so all of the living scanners run out of the room and then the room like catches a flame and so they all run outside and and run into you know like a bus van Mm -hmm. and drive off and how many we got left from the room i think there's so it's kim and vale Uh and then i think maybe like the driver and like one other guy okay sitting in like the back with them so they drive off kim's super upset yeah three of her friends died and 
oh, and she's like, now I know what it feels like to die. They were <gasps> because all they were all connected. That sucks. So she's real upset. That sucks. All of a sudden, the guy that's in the back with them grabs Vale and is like, everywhere you go, somebody dies. Like, who are yeah. you? And he says, I'm a scanner. And he's like, who sent you? So Vale tells him, I was found by Consec to find Revic. I think to kill him, but they never told me about you. Mm. Then this other van starts kind of driving crazy, like behind them, like up on the sidewalk and like goes super fast and pulls up next to them. And a bunch of guns point out the windows and shoot our van. Oh, and no. It's like, bam, 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 bam. Vale and Kim like duck in the seats. The guy next to them gets shot and the guy <gasps> driving gets shot. Oh, no, guys, you got to scan, 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 scan. So then the van crashes into like a record store. So Kim and Vale get out. All the others are dead. And they like run through the back, like down into a basement. And there's like sirens come in and we see like cops and people like come into the store being like, what's this? What happened? And there's one guy in like an army looking jacket. Real suspicious looking around. Mm -hmm. And then the van lights a flame and the sprinklers go off and he's like unfazed. Uh-oh. And he starts going back down the back steps and he unbuttons his army jacket to a big old shotgun. Uh-oh. We got a lot of shotguns in this movie. It's very shotgun This movie heavy. loves a shotgun. Mm -hmm. Scanners like shotguns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kim and Vale are hiding in the basement. And Vale's like, we'll be all right here for a while. And Kim's like, it doesn't matter. We're finished and nothing can stop Revic. So now the guy with the gun is looking around and Vale says, but like, there's still us. I can help dest destroy Revic together. We together. <laughs> yes. I and we and me I and together. we. <laughs> And she's like, you're barely human. I'm sorry. You don't understand. She didn't say it in like an insulting way. I think it's just old timey talk. Oh, well, really? Like, <laughs> I, I didn't catch that, that colloquialism in, in history class. <laughs> that way, that way. Oh, he's barely uh, human. <laughs> I think she's just like, you're maybe a, like, you don't know what you're doing. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this movie with my own eyeballs and give my interpretation of just that line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like not, she, not insulting because she was right. like, I don't want to work with you. I don't know who the fuck you are. You're barely you're, human. You're a baby scanner. Yeah. Who doesn't know what he's doing. So you're barely human. I mean, honestly, if someone called me barely human, I'd be like, thank you. We're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, gun guy sees them and, you know, Kim is talking. She's like, I don't know where Revic is or something, but he's evil and powerful. And then they hear the gun cock. Uh-oh. Question four, what do you do? What do they do? Scan these bitches. I'm going to fucking scan these bitches, have him turn his shotgun around right on his own chest that I'm making his heart beat fast underneath. Is he going to die of a heart attack that I give him or from shooting himself? I don't know. <laughs> 
I'm creating a, 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 a special rule for this movie where if your answer is scan them, you have to like say like to do what? You know what I mean? I think I'm going to get creative. I'm going to make his heart explode. That seems like a fun one that I haven't tried yet. Dieter Tots got me thinking about it. <laughs> um, tell me where I... So they're in the basement. Yeah. Where are they're they like in relation in the to corner. shotgun guy? Hiding in the corner. Yeah. I think they scan him but let's see what do they do maybe they have him ooh like slide the shotgun to them maybe I'll do that too hand in hand that sounds fun have him slide the shotgun to me uh that's like a point and a half cool so he dee, 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 dee. they hear the gun cock so all of a sudden they like look and Vale scans the guy and he starts like shaking and like the gun turns and shoots the wall. Got it. And then the guy kneels down and Vale stands over him and Kim says, what are you doing? Question five, what are you doing? What is he doing? So I'm shotgun guy? No, you're Vale. I'm Vale. Oh, I'm sorry. So Kim asked, who did Kim ask, what are you doing? You, vale. Okay. Vale, uh, like... <clears throat> Had the guy shoot the wall and then kneel down. And then kneel down. And then down. he gets up and like stands over him. And she's Got like, what it. are you doing? He's trying to see who he's working for. Like who get information from him of like, where's, where's the big boss man? Hand in hand. Yay. Vale says he must have something that leads us to Revic. And slowly the guy like pulls out this little bottle of liquid mm-hmm. like the kind that you would put a needle in to yeah. suck out yep <laughs> got it <laughs> a vial a vial Perhaps. if you will i will and it has a little logo on it a little logo design mm-hmm. that now we cut to a building that has that logo design on the outside call and it's called biocarbon amalgamate or something like that okay so this company. So inside, like everyone's wearing a hazmat suit and there's like big liquid tankers coming in and out and big liquid tanks inside. And then we see that Vale is there in one of the hazmat suits and he looks up. Um, so he's like on the first floor and like above him, there's like a windowed office area that mm-hmm. has like all the computers and stuff like that. And he sees Revic in there like signing a paper. Okay. And all of the people in that room leave, like, go down the hall, like, in a different direction. Um, question six, what do you do? What does he do? Who's, who, who am I? Revic? Vale. Vale. And have we cut to this place? Or am I reading it in dude's brain? In shotgun dude's brain? Cut to. Yeah, We've you're, cut you're to. there. Okay. I am going to scan Revic to like basically see what it is that he just signed hand in hand uh zero points see he goes up into the room and looks on the computers oh so it's all like Oregon Trail so he doesn't like use his fucking powers yeah right he's like program you've died of dysentery (laughs) (laughs) Like, you basically are just like, 
what is the program on here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why your clue. Okay, your clue makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Just like the group. Yeah. That's actually an exact clip from Scanners. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And it says something about ephemeral delivery. Oh, okay. And the delivery is going to Consec. Okay. And um, there's something called the RIPE program. It's part of the RIPE program is delivering to Consec. And he requests access to the program and it says access. Denied? Denied. (laughs) (laughs) Access to someone only. Who's not you? And a word I can't read. Great. Cut to... Dr. Ruth getting a phone call. He's at some like fancy man's, you know, hangout place. Where fancy man <laughs> hangout place. Oh, have you been to the new fancy man hangout place? <laughs> like a country place. club? Yeah. Just a bunch of old white men. Mm-hmm. By fire, by hearths and by hearts. I mean, a lot of it- dark leather. It is literally just a fancy man hangout place. Yeah. That is, in fact, what it is. <laughs> and, of course, he's chillaxed to the max. Chillaxed to the max, this guy. <laughs> wow. In his big old leather chair while everyone else is sitting politely sipping Polite. brandy. Yeah. He's chillaxed to the max. Uh, anyway, he gets a phone call. It's from Vale. Hi, Vale. What does Vale do? What do you do? Say. He tells him about the ephemeral delivery. Me too. Because I think in general, I'm more scared of this Daryl guy than I am of this whole sort of creepy government situation. That I also don't fully trust. But I think I trust Daryl less. Hand in hand. Uh, half a point for you. Okay. Bale tells him, I've had a breakthrough. Oh. I found an informant from Revick's group. Okay. So basically, I want to come in and bring the informant. Okay. To Consec. Okay. So cut to the train station again. Keller is there. And sitting next to the man, he's like, we have a problem. Vale, he found an informant. Okay. Basically, he found out from that, like, Vale's coming in with the informant. Mm-hmm. And then we see that it's Revic, for sure, that he's sitting next to, which we already, like, yeah, assumed. Yeah, kind of knew. Yeah. And Revic's like, no, he's lying. And Keller's like, why is he coming in? Like he must know something like maybe he knows about me and you like maybe that's what they're gonna tell Mm -hmm. basically that i'm a fucking traitor right and revik's like well then you need to be the one to interview him because if ruth finds anything out he'll kill him or yeah me or it's bad he'll kill somebody i don't know it bad (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) so we get helicoptered to consec vale and kim okay and a whole there's some a whole bunch of scientists and people with guns and they immediately both get 
ephemeral injections. Okay. Um, or basically the, the science people immediately like inject their hands. Uh, as, as like a safety measure. Yeah. Okay. So now we cut to baby Ruth and Keller are walking down the hallway and they're like arguing over who's going to talk to the informant because okay. like normally it would like be Dr. Ruth. It's like his program and stuff like yeah. that. But Keller's like no, Keller's no, 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 lobbying like, to be the one who has it. to. So he like basically gets to the door first and goes in. Okay. <laughs> so then, and the informant is quote unquote, last one's Rodney. I win. <laughs> <laughs> I got here first. Goodbye. Uh, that's exactly what <laughs> happened. Yep. <laughs> Baby Ruth's outside the door going, yeah, but first is the worst and second, second is, the, is best, the best. So, so. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's what my uncle baby says. <laughs> uncle baby. So Kim is in the interrogation room as the quote unquote informant. Mm hmm. So they've separated them. Dale is in a different room. So mm -hmm. Dr. Ruth goes in there and to is like, to... welcome back. Okay. Question eight. What did Dr. Ruth do in the past that he now tells Vale right now? How immediate of the past? Uh, like within the past hour. I didn't inject you. You still have your scan abilities. Hand in hand. Yeah! I think I might actually be a scanner familiar. I just need to find my <laughs> scanners. <laughs> this is great. Maybe it's been me all along. <gasps> are you a scanner? Can you read my thoughts? I don't know that we'd be as close as we are if you could read all my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we are as close as we are. Because you can read all my thoughts mm -hmm. and you still like me? Oh, that's really or romantic. Maybe I use them against you. Oh, that checks out. Not really against you. Maybe I use them for my own powers. What have I gotten out of it? I, yeah, I mean, like, I what have know. you gotten out? What can I get? Clearly, you? I don't. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a very good scanner. <laughs> You're Look, kind I can of... read your thoughts. I just haven't figured out what to do with them yet. <laughs> it's taken me 20 years and I'm still working on it. Well, <laughs> We'll see, we'll see where you are in 20 more. So far, they've been of no use to me. <laughs> They're of no use to me either. So, <laughs> so uh, Ruth tells him, I made sure the needles were harmless. So she'll be able to protect herself. Great. And awesome. Dale says, why? And he says it was a gesture of trust. I have nothing to hide. And Dale's like, not even the ripe program. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. And Ruth is like, what are you talking about? And then Vale says, and I quote, do you know of a laboratory called biocarbon amalgamate? He says laboratory? He says laboratory. Okay, I need you to post-mortem if this actor... <laughs> Is British. <laughs> okay. That's, I have a theory that this actor is British. Also, uh, snaps to you, Kim. You got laboratory out and amalgamation in the same sentence without any issues. Nice work. 
Even though I think it's amalgamate. Oh. Eh. We'll let it slide. Same sees. Yeah. I think you did great. So Ruth says, yes, I founded it in 1942. Okay. And then I sold it to Consec. Okay. And he says, like, Vale asks, do you know what they do? And he's like, some type of chemical weaponry. Mm-hmm. And Vale says, actually, they manufacture ephemeral. Okay. And it may be run by Doc, by Daryl Revick. Okay. And Ruth's like, that's impossible. And he's like, no, I saw him. And they have like bajillions of ephemeral and they're sending out in, in huge tankers. Also, why is it impuls- impossible? They're fucking scanners. Like they could easily take over that situation. It's true. I don't know. Okay. And Vale says, uh, or Ruth's like, where, where are they sending it? And Vale's like, well, the program is called RIPE and it's a CONSEC program. So someone here is a traitor. Is a traitor. I know who it is. So Ruth tells him, okay, you access the RIPE program because I don't have computer clearance. And Vale says, neither do I. So question number nine, what does Ruth tell him to do and what do you tell him to do? I got to go scan someone with computer clearance and get their password. I got to go get somebody's password hand in hand. Got to make someone think about their password. Point for you because that's what I thought as well. Right. Ruth says, you have a nervous system and so does the computer. So scan the computer. The computer. Okay. Because mm-hmm. remember right. what he said about telepathy not being mind reading? It's, ner- it's like two nervous systems, systems connecting. connecting. Okay. All right. I- I'll bite. So we cut to Kim in her room. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped my pen. Catherine dropped her crystal. <laughs> Continue. And Keller says, oh, what a pleasant surprise. You're very attractive. Ew. Uh, Gross. Fucking scan this dude. Kim scoffs. Yeah. And they say their names to each other. And Keller says, so tell me about Daryl Revick's organization. And she says, first, I want to know how you're going to protect me. Because if I tell you, he's going to try to kill me. Yeah. And he says the best protection is to tell us everything. Don't and fall for it, Kim. Revic will cease to be a threat to anyone. But as he's saying this, he's like turning off the camera in the room. Uh oh. And Kim's like, "That's not good enough. Like he has people everywhere, and it scares me." Mm-hmm. And Keller says, "To be honest, you should only be afraid of me." Oh. And she's like, "Why?" And he says, "Because I know you're not what you say you are." <gasps> What am I? And she's like, I think informant. Oh, okay. Is what I think he means. Okay. And Kim's like, I want to see someone else. And then she like starts to get up and he slaps her (gasps) and pulls out a gun. And he's like, listen to me. Scan this dude, bitch. (laughs) Listen to me. Revix group, you need to tell me about it or like tell me that you've never been one with him or something like that. And he's like, why are you here? Like, why are you here? And he points the gun at at her And then he says, goodbye, Kim. (gasps) 
question 10, what do you do? What does she do? How do I want to kill this dude? <laughs> I think first, because I was thinking about what would I scan people to... Kim, it's going to be... The cranberry juice is going to be the same every time. She seems shocked. I know. I'm time. not shocked. I just... That's the face that my face makes. It's the face your face when makes. When that flavor is in my mouth throat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was thinking about what I would scan people to do that wasn't just murdering everybody that pissed me off. I feel like that might not be the best path for my moral character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'd make people shit their pants a lot. <laughs> I think that's what I'd do. I love that journey for you. <laughs> Thank you. So I think first I'm going to make this guy shit his pants. Um, and then I'm going to make him hand me the gun and I'm going to hold the gun to his fucking head and slap him around a little bit just to humiliate him and be like, <laughs> Oh, did baby poop his diaper? <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. She... <sighs> What does she do? I get, well, okay, I have a question first. Can she, I guess she can like feel that the ephemeral isn't working. Like she can probably feel that she still has her powers, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think she just gets him to hold the gun to his own head. Point and a half. Great. So he's like all of us, so he's pointing the gun at her and all of a sudden his arm like jerks all the way backwards. And then he's like <laughs> thrown onto the floor and she runs out of the room and he's like stunned on the floor and has a nosebleed. And he's like, I pull my pants, I pull my pants, <laughs> my diapy, <laughs> my diapy so full. <laughs> There's so many people that I would just make poop their pants. <laughs> just really. Just constantly shitting their pants off. (laughs) (laughs) And then he hits an alarm button. Okay. And so now Vale and Ruth hear that and they're like, it must be Kim. Where is she? And Ruth is like, this is more important. And Vale's like, no. And he runs off. And Ruth is just thinking, no, this is more important access the right program so he's like telling it to fail basically right the right program is past access the past access the past okay kim does something that i can't really read but cool let's just pretend that it's make someone shit their pants she definitely does that great ruth has like a big monologue section here that's why i was a little confused okay so he's and i don't know if it's his inside or outside voice Mm. i think it's kind of outside (laughs) but i think use your inside voice (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but he's like alone so he's just saying those things to veil but veil ran off and he's like it mustn't happen again it's always been Inside me, lurking, sucking my joy and successes. Cameron, I have a way. It mustn't happen again. Ripe. Ripe indeed. And then he yells, the right program must be stopped. (laughs) Keller is like in the hallway nearby and like hears this. So he like goes towards Ruth. 
So it must have been his outside voice then. That's why I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, okay. And he's saying, this isn't the same thing. This is different. The first time was an accident. Hmm. Ripe is cold and cruel. And we see Keller behind him pointing a gun to his head. And, and Ruth is like, very cold, very cruel. And Keller shoots. <gasps> so Vale somewhere hears the shot. Mm-hmm. Kim and Vale find each other. And uh, she's like, Keller tried to kill me or whatever. And all of a sudden they have security guards because the alarm's going off. There's mm-hmm. security on like both sides of them on the hallway. Mm-hmm. Question 11, what do they do? What do you do? Security on both sides of the hallway. Am I trapped? Uh, obviously I'm trapped. But Basically like, there's like one guy with a gun on each side of the hallway from you. Okay. I think they make them shoot each other hand in hand. Uh, point for you. Yay. They scan them and like they put their guns down. Yeah. And like Kim's guy is like staring at her and it like dissolves into like an old lady face. And he's like, mom, and starts crying. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and then he shits himself. And then he shits himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, mommy, like, I poop my diaper. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> this podcast is mostly for us. <laughs> This podcast is just 20-year-old inside jokes for two and a half hours once a week. <laughs> but now everyone's in on our jokes. Yep. Love it. Now they're all of our inside jokes. <laughs> so um, the guys are crying. They poop their pants. Sure. Uh, so Vale and Kim walk off. <laughs> and Keller's like... We need to secure the computer room. And he's running through the hallways and he sees the crying security guards. And they're like, it was scanner, sir. (laughs) But Keller's like, we need to secure the computer room, the computer room. Cut to a car speeding into a gas station. It's Vale and Kim's. They got out. They run to the gas station and they get out and go into a telephone booth. Okay. Question 12. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. And who does Vale call? I'm calling Ghostbusters. <laughs> who does Vale call? Who, 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 who am I? Who am I not with? I'm not with Daryl. I'm not with Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth's dead. Oh, Baby Ruth's dead. That's right. I'm not. I am with Kim. I can't think of any other characters. So I guess he's calling Ghostbusters, too. I can't think of who I'm calling. (laughs) (laughs) Ghostbusters. I can't think of anything. (laughs) Okay. Zero points. No? Not even for me? I don't even get a point for calling Ghostbusters? No. All right. Because he needs to call the computer system. The computer system. I know. Because if I don't plug into the computer now, they're going to reprogram it. Okay. So Keller's now in the computer room, and it's like, old-timey computer so it's just like a wall of computer and then some monitors and stuff like that but how does one boop 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 hello i'm the computer system (laughs) how do you call a computer system i don't know like honestly i think i should get a point for ghostbusters because how could i possibly have known that a computer system has a phone number 
1-800-COMPUTER-SYSTEM. <laughs> They're apparently connected to the phone lines. Okay. All right. All right. I I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I think when it's before the internet, you get to make up what it's connected it's to. science fiction at this point. Got it. Okay. There. <laughs> <laughs> so... He's at the computer and he's telling, but he doesn't know how to work them. So he's like telling the computer guy, you need to get into RIPE and reprogram it. And the guy is trying to get in and he's like, RIPE is inaccessible. Someone else is inside it right now and they're reprogramming it. So it's locked ah. away. Like it's oh, no. like, and Keller's like, try a gun, try a gun. And they're like, it's in, in accessible. And they're like, someone is like, inside the program and we're like watching it now and they're like they're basically like downloading the entire program and we're watching Mm -hmm. it go through and it's like a list of names and locations downloading it to the phone booth to the phone booth got it (laughs) (laughs) and keller says how and the scientist says well we're plugged into the telephone system so they must have the access codes that's how 1-800-ACCESS CODE. Excuse me. What's the password? Boop, boop, boop. Now I'm dialed in. Now I'm downloading to the phone Except booth. I'm a scanner, so I do it all with my nervous system. With my nervous system. Got it. And that's when the clue asked for your password when he was trying to get in. Got couldn't. it. Uh, and Keller's like, it's Vale. He's inside. How do we hurt him before he gets out? He... Has something about a nervous system. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the security's like, we need to override the security system of the computer so it will self destruct. But that'll be a total loss of all the data. So I need to get written, written authorization, authorization by the head of CONSEC. I can only assume old man white pipe. Shh, old man white pipe. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, someone get old man white pipe we need to wipe the system (laughs) oh no i pooped my pants someone get into the phone booth and download the files (laughs) summarize the movie science fiction science fiction yep science science yep Hold on, I'm still on this level of Oregon Trail. Oh, I just died of dysentery. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to write this movie. (laughs) Okay. So he's like, I need authorization before I can do the computer override security system self-destruct situation. (laughs) Keller points a gun to his head. Question 13, you're a science guy. What do you do? What does he do? What are you doing? What does science guy do? Mm-hmm. But I got to get to old man white pipe. What if I just went beep boop beep boop? It's all wiped clean. <laughs> all done. Because Keller can't scan me. That's I'm going to try that. I'm going to try beep boop beep boop. Yep. All done. Just to buy me some time. Hand in hand. Point for you. Yeah. Fucking fake it till you make it. Boop boop beep boop. The science guy is like, okay, yes, sir. Like, you have a gun to my head, so science I'll do guy. it. All right. 
screw old man white pipe I'm, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm destructing this entire <laughs> fucking <laughs> company yeah <laughs> and then he blows up <laughs> so he's like okay but i have to finish over there so he goes to like a different computer we has to like it's like a keypad and he puts in a little number and then uh-huh. like a little door opens above it that has <laughs> like a, a special this? button what is this <laughs> okay and he's like this is the last step. It's like the special self-destruct button. And <laughs> yeah. Keller's like, do it. So he like hits the switch and the computer starts making some sounds like, and then it starts counting down 15, 14, 13. And Vale on the other side, who's been like downloading things to his brain. Yeah. Uh, so he's all like, his head starts hurting a little bit. And it's like three, two, one. And, his he- and then like the computers stop. And then the telephone wire above veil starts like sparking and then we see like the guy pumping their gas from when they sped into the gas station yeah is the is are the phone lines also connected to the gas lines no but he's like whoa that's crazy that thing's sparking so he runs off and the the pump falls onto the ground and the and it blows up well, no, because it's still in the air. Oh, sparks. okay. Okay. The pump falls onto the ground. Gas and everywhere. Science, back to science and Keller, uh-huh. they're kind of like waiting. It's like the countdown happened and he's like, nothing happened. I don't know. No fireworks. And then there's an explosion. Ah! And then the telephone wire falls to the ground into the gas station. Ah! Gas. And then an explosion. Explosions. Wow, there's so many explosions. And then the computer room explodes, and then Vale is holding the phone, but the phone is melting, like, in his hand. This is accurate. (laughs) I mean, so accurate. So then Kim and Vale run away from all of the gas fire, and then the phone booth explodes. But I don't... I didn't think it was from the, maybe it was from the gas station, but I thought it was more from the computer system being connected to the phone. Why can't it be both? Well, yeah, because the, fo- the handle was melting. So it was, I think it was more from the computer system. Okay. And then Keller gets like hit by a computer and is like passed <laughs> out or dead. So sorry. <laughs> he got hit. He got hit by a computer? I think because it exploded, so it shot across the room. And he's like, oh. And so he's like, passed out or dead. I don't know. So what you're telling me is this company's self-destruct button literally self-destructs the bu- the building, the physical object. I, I don't think it was meant to. I think it was partly, I think, actually, Vale did it did, back. Did it back. Okay. Like, I think the computer was like, self-destruct the files. And he was like, fucking try me, bitch. And then he was like. <laughs> so that's maybe why it was melting. Because he was okay. like. Shh. And then so he made the computer room explode. Okay. Okay. And his crazy amount of scanning was like sparking the phone because it was like, ah, yeah. I can't handle this. That makes more scientific sense, what you're saying. Exactly. I mean, I'm a science scientist, so. Yeah. So they're running, and they end up getting out of a taxi, and they are at Dr. L. Frain's office, a general practitioner. Okay. So Vale's going to go get the doctor, and it's like a house doctor. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and Kim's like, okay, I'll watch the door. So she sits in the waiting room. There's two other people in the waiting room. And Kim's like, oh, do you think the receptionist is coming back soon? And there's a pregnant lady sitting there. And she's like, oh, I guess so. And then Kim's head starts feeling weird and kind of hurting. And her nose starts bleeding. <gasps> oh, no. Who's scanning her? And we get a shot of the baby bed. Baby scanner! <laughs> baby scanner. Oh, shit. So Vale runs into the doctor and he's like in the middle of the exam room with a person on the table. Right. A lady and with her feet in stirrups. <laughs> he pulls out the little vial and is like, this drug, have you been prescribing it? And the doctor is like, sir, sir. But oh, I guess the doctor is like, excuse me, sir. No. And once he pulls out the drug, then he's like, I'll be right back. Yeah. And the doctor is like, where did you get that? Like, what, what are you doing here? Who are you? And then Vale goes back to Kim in the front. So now they're standing by like the front window of the house and her nose is like dried blood. And she's like, I was just scanned. And he's like by the woman, by like the woman in the waiting room. And she's like, no, her child, her unborn child, unborn child, the baby in the belly. because She was pregnant. I miss, I miss, I, when you said that, I assumed she was pregnant and also had like a baby and a thing. No. Oh, God. Her belly scander. Oh, God. Fetus scanner. Oh, God. This <laughs> has gotten really complicated. I'm about to explain it to you. Vale okay. says that's what the RIPE program is. Doctors are giving ephemeral to their pregnant patients, <gasps> they're creating new scanners oh no and then all of a sudden a dart boop through the window goes into kim's back and then like a second one like misses they like duck down and fall to the ground and a second one like goes into the wall so vale pulls it out and like we see a car speed out from the front street so vale and kim run outside kim's kind of here, and then we see Daryl Revick standing against a tree outside and Kim passes out on the sidewalk and Revick says, hello, Vale. And Vale like turns and looks and Revick shoots him with a, <gasps> with a dart. dart. Okay. Cut to biocarbon amalgamate. Okay. Company. Vale's asleep on a couch uh, he's like slowly waking up and we're in Daryl Rebick's big, beautiful office. Okay. He asks where Kim is and sh- he says it's the next, she's in the next room over. She'll be awake in a few hours. <clears throat> this is between you and me. Okay. And Vale's like, oh yeah. What about your partner? Keller. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> and Rebick's like, well, he died when you blew up his computer. Very impressive, by the way. Thank you. And Vale says, he murdered Dr. Ruth. He deserved it. And Revick says, you shouldn't be mourning that. You should be celebrating. And Vale's like, no, he was a great man. He helped me. And Revick says, only one person is trying to help you, and that's me. And Vale's like, no, your soldiers have been trying to kill me. And Revick says, no, never you. Never you. Hmm. I spent years looking for you. But Keller told me that they found you. So 
my people have been looking after you and guiding you to me. Okay. And then Revik says, who's your mother? And Vale's like, I don't know. Who's your father? I don't know. <gasps> uh -oh. What's your first childhood memory? <gasps> I don't have any. And Revik uh. says, that's no accident. You were on ice. Consec had trouble putting me away, and they thawed you out. Okay. So you've been monitored every day. I think that he, I think that was a colloquial, colloquialism. Colloquial, yeah, yeah. I don't think he meant it literally. Which part you were did frozen, he not mean? That you were like frozen on ice. Oh, I thought he was. I wasn't sure, honestly, but this next part, he says, you've been monitored every day of your life, allowed to live like garbage. He, Dr. Ruth, knew, but it wasn't until he needed you. That he found, that yeah. he actually, like, pulled you in. So did he, like, erase his memories? He I guess says, we'll get there. Uh, uh, he's like, he knew where you were, but he didn't, um, it wasn't until he needed you. Your father, Dr. Paul Ruth. <gasps> Our father. <laughs> we are uncle baby we are uncle baby <laughs> oh my god okay and Vale's like no and he's like yep you're my kid brother and he's like no and then so Vale is now like sitting at a chair in front of like his big desk that has you know like desk stuff there's like a big like paperweight and um some paperwork and stuff like that and uh Revik pulls out a life magazine from 1946 <clears throat> and lays it in front of him. He opens it up to an ad and it was like like a like a cartoon of like a mom holding her baby being like all happy and stuff. And he says this was a test campaign to market a new drug, a tranquilizer called ephemeral. It was aimed at pregnant women, but it it failed and the drug faded, but there was a side effect on the kids. <gasps> and Vale's like it created scanners. Scanners. And Revik says, the man who invented was who invented it was excited by this. Um, so Consec offered to finance his experiments. So he sold it to them. That was our daddy. Ah! Oh, no. But he already knew about the side effects long before because he could see them in us. Oh, he gave no. the prototype to his pregnant wife, our mother, four year, years before it hit the market. <gasps> They're the OG scanners. And then again, one year, and then again, like a year later. So, like to each one of them, we were difficult children. The only thing that calmed, or like all of the children, ended up being difficult, and the only thing that would calm them was ephemeral. And and Vale is like, oh, that's why we're older than all the others, mm. which like. Truly was not clear at all. There was yeah. no, no, no age difference at all whatsoever. If anything, Vale looked younger than every person. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a scriptorial edit later where they realized that the <laughs> casting didn't quite match up with the timeline. <laughs> Revik says, "Older and more powerful. Ooh, others are nothing compared to us. Fun. 
And Vale's like, well, then why did you need Keller if you're so right. powerful? And he's like, well, Consec had the hardware, all the contacts. Of all the scanner babies? Of all the scanners, I think. Yeah. So there was okay. like a list of them. And then he says something like Keller could see the future, I guess, because he was like inside Consec. Uh-huh. And Vale's like, future? You murdered the future. <laughs> Chew up that scenery, buddy. And Revic's like, negative compadre or something. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, you disappoint me. You're starting to sound like them. I'm creating a whole generation of scanner soldiers that are just a few months away from being born. I'm going to find them and tra- train them to be like us, not like Obris and her band of cripples. We're going to bring the world of normals to their knees and create an <laughs> empire that was glorious, the, of all, the envy of all the planet. And then me in the corner going, yes, Master, yes. wonderful idea. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I'm on Team You. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Vale says, you sound just like him, like Ruth. And Revik's like, no, not like Ruth, like Daryl Revik. <laughs> And <laughs> so Vale is like, no, you're you're like him. He's reincarnated in you or something like that. And Revik's like, you're not cooperating, Cam. <laughs> and Revik kind of gets down and like kneels right in his face. Mm-hmm. And Revik's like, I've been counting on you for years. So tell me you're not going to be like the rest. Question 14, you're Vale. What do you do? What does he do? Sure, sure. I won't be like the rest. I'll, I'm, oh, but he can read my brain. And I can read his brain. We can read each other's brains. <laughs> <laughs> Shit your pants! That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I run. <laughs> I think I'm going to write a superhero movie where their only power is they make people shit their pants. <laughs> um, okay. I think there's an audience for that. I think there is too. All right. So Daryl is like, you're not going to be like him, right? Daryl is like, basically, just fucking tell me you're on my fucking team. Like, I'm, you're my brother. We're fucking creating this army together. We're taking over the world. Tell me you're not going to be like the rest of those motherfucking losers. My instinct, I guess hand in hand, I'm going to try to say, yeah, I'm on your team. And then maybe try to use my scanner powers to like block his scanner powers so he doesn't know I'm lying. I guess hand in hand. I just feel stuck. I'll give a point for you. Mm -hmm. Vale like thinks about it and then he's like no and he hits Revic with the big paperweight from the from the oh, desk oh okay so then Revic so okay so now they're like across from each other in the office and Revic starts scanning Vale so he's like focused and then Vale's head flies like kind of backwards like he falls like you know he gets pushed back in his chair yeah, kind of yeah and Revik says, all right, 
we'll do it the scanner way. I'll suck your brain dry and everything you are is going to become me. No. Be with me no matter what. After all, we're brothers. We should be close, don't you think? And Vale drops the paperweight and veins are like, popping out of ah! his arms like ah! super big and ah! thick and then like blood starts oozing oh! out of like his arms I hate it. and then Revic starts struggling because Vale, vale. is scanning back scanning back <gasps> and then so they're both like <gasps> and so now <laughs> Revic's face starts having veins that are like big and like bulging uh. out of his face and now Revic starts scanning back more and Vale's like shirt starts to like melt a hole in it and his face <laughs> is starting powers? to have like blood spurting and bulging and Vale starts like ripping his own skin off the side of his oh, face God. and Vale like stands and looks at Revic and then Vale's hands are aflame, but like like he's holding balls of fire, kind of. Oh shit! But then his body is kind of like a flame, a little like lightly aflame. A light, and it's a light flame. <laughs> <laughs> Just a dusting of flame. <laughs> it's because it's like flames like around him, and sure. Vale's like scanning. And Revic is scanning, and like they're both like hurt, but they're both scanning. And then Vale's eyes explode. Ah, oh. And then Revic's eyes turn completely white, and he screams, ah, which is the cover of the movie. And then cut to Kim waking up on the couch that's like outside of the office. Uh huh. Like slowly, like, hmm. yeah. And she opens the door. It's quiet now. And there's an ash body on the floor. <gasps> an ash body? And she goes up to it and says, Cameron? And then a voice from the corner says, Kim? From like behind the couch? And she goes over behind the couch and in the corner there's just like someone covered up with a jacket. Like we yeah. can't see them. Yeah. And then he like slowly pulls the jacket off and it's Revic. But he has blue eyes like Cameron <gasps> they switch bodies and says it's me Kim Cameron I'm here uh, we've won uh, we've won uh, okay cool dude you just you're kind of giving off a creepy vibe <laughs> so <laughs> I mean thanks but what's going on man <laughs> fade to white Credits. Oh no! <laughs> I feel a little up in the air. <laughs> wow, that did not go <laughs> anywhere near the direction <laughs> I thought it was gonna go. Where'd you think it was gonna go? Well, so I've heard the title "Scanners." Uh, I don't think I made the connection like really ever that it was David Cronenberg until we've been having these conversations about other movies David Cronenberg has made. Then in the first scene, it jogged my memory that I was like, oh, maybe, maybe I, 
somehow knew that scanners mm-hmm. had something to do with heads blowing up. Yeah. Otherwise, why would I have? So I think the whole time I was kind of just thinking it was going to be more heads blowing up. I didn't yeah, know it was that really the... just the first head blowing up and then yeah. the end when it gets real Cronenbergy. Yeah. When it's them scanning it's each t- other. Scanning their, tearing wild. their skin off. And their yeah. veins are bulging out of their skin. Yeah. It's wild, wild. And, but yeah, really, Vale doesn't kill anyone. Any I mean, like the computers end up hitting people, I guess. Maybe Keller dies, but like he's never like purposely like scan someone to like shoot themselves you know what I mean yeah you know yeah and then also I think just um I mean obviously he kills Revic in the end but like sure the whole time sure I think also I was surprised at how many powers they had like just I I I thought that I knew what direction telepathy movies went you know what I mean so Scanning isn't telepathy. It's not telepathy. It's tapping into a payphone. It's one nervous system collect- connecting to another nervous system. <laughs> Separated you know by space. You did so great for so long. Uh, that was fantastic. Tell, Give Let me my me points. Count your points. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. How'd I do? For Dead or Alive, you got six out of seven, you bitch. <laughs> wow. For questions, you got 17 and a half out of 28 for a total of 23 and a half out of 35. Not bad. Not bad. 23.5 out of 35. Mm-hmm. Not bad. That's a really fun movie. It was fun. And, and yeah, I had no, I, no <laughs> concept of what direction that was going to go at all. Neither did I. Fantastic. What are some of the other Cronenberg movies that are were on the voting list? Videodrome ended up, it ended, by the time I started watching this when I was like sick and at that time Scanners was in the lead. lead. Um, eventually Videodrome tied with it. So mm-hmm. I still would have had to just pick one, but I'd already started. I started watching it when I was sick and I fell asleep, to be honest. Uh, not just because I was sick. Sick, um, yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I've already seen halfway through that so i guess i should stick with that one yeah d (laughs) because we had talked about video drone when we had like dinner yeah with guy and amanda uh and eric and you and so d actually watched i meant to text it to the group actually um let me see if i can find it so he said last night i watched video drone per guy's recommendation holy moly that's a weird movie i like it but i don't understand it (laughs) (laughs) you gotta send that to the group and then when I told him I ended up watching Scanners, but like almost watched that one. He was like, yeah, I told you about Videodrome, which defies description. Super weird. <laughs> Very creative for its time. So uh, so here's a fun question that I haven't so asked So I think before. that one would just be like, what the fuck is going on? What is the my fuck understanding? Is- and then um, Dead Ringers, I think, was another one, which 
Eric, I'm sure, will be mad that I didn't do Dead Ringers because he keeps telling us to do it. I'll fucking but do I'm it. I'm like, I'm so sorry. But the it patrons voted. Yeah. I'll do Dead Ringers and that way he can watch it with me and not cry about it. I have an interesting question about D that I think the Sammies will be interested do in tell. as well. Um, I've never really asked if D has ever listened to the podcast. Uh, he's listened to, he doesn't like listen. Yeah. But he's listened. Uh, I think he's like, I don't know if he's listened to like any on his own. Maybe like, a, like when, when we first started dating, like one, yeah. just to like understand like what I was doing, I think. Mm-hmm. And then one time during Thanksgiving or Christmas, I was listening for notes, to- maybe. No, it was like to an old one for some reason. Was it Anna and the Apocalypse? Did we do Maybe. something with Anna and the Apocalypse? Because I think we had to, uh, we re-released that and we had to re-listen to it because we did like a little talk about it after, or in front of it. Oh, when we, right. So that might have been. That's why. So I had to like listen to it. So we listened to on the car ride down to G's house mm-hmm. um, and back. So he definitely the only reason, that one. <laughs> the only reason I was asking is because like if you have listened to our podcast before, I'm able to ask like, uh, like my coworker recommended a movie, um, and I was like, "Would it be good for oh, the pod? Work for the pod? Because if yeah. you haven't listened, I feel like you would think like, oh, it's a horror movie.' And it's like, yeah, but not all mm-hmm. horror movies are. Have, like, questions. I have good choices that the character makes, so yeah. that's why I was like, I wonder if D could like answer that question of like, yeah, I don't know. hey, I watched Video Drone. I'm just curious. The end. We'll find out. TBD. Yeah. TBD. <laughs> so yeah, guys, we're gonna do a watch party on this Friday night. This Friday night. Yeah, yeah. The sixteenth. Um, we're gonna watch Cabin in the Woods, and I can't wait to hang out with my best friend and oh watch God, a movie so together. Fun. I'm really excited, and I hope you guys will join us. Kim told you all the business at the beginning, so I'll just say this has been Kim and Cat. Stay alive. Maybe. So until next week. Stay alive! Put a ghost in me. I'm done. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.